Keep this frequency clear. Don't touch that dial. Are we on the air? Yes, you are. Shush, 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 shush. With all the modern pace of today's exciting radio. Now, the struggle between good and evil goes on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. Do not attempt to adjust your dial. I'm transmitting live with the hardcore style. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Shauna, Shauna, and for your further listening pleasure, time to lay down some serious sound. Watch your bass bins, I'm telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you. Don't touch that dial. What's up? You're listening to Shauna and Lala. Check us out at shaunaandlala.com on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shauna and Lala. You can check me out at facebook.com slash the Lala Marie. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Shauna and Lala and our YouTube channel Shauna and Lala. We've been gone for a few weeks, but we've been very, very busy. Uh, we are working on our baby segment which we will be announcing very shortly uh, with our giveaway and all the brands that are involved. I would say this is the biggest um, baby segment that we've ever had. Yeah, we have some really great companies. We do. And the giveaway this year is going to be ginormous. (laughs) Yeah, so you better stay tuned. Keep watching our Instagram and checking out what we're, you know, showcasing. And we'll be announcing that contest. Pretty soon. Pretty soon, yeah. It's going to uh, go probably through August to like the end of September, um, just to give people and new mommies a chance to enter. Um, but our first company that we just interviewed today was Jovi, and uh, they sent Lala a really cute high chair. With a little cute otter on it, a sea otter. <laughs> I love it. My son loves it more, you know, he's really... He wishes he had it when he was a baby. I'm like, you wouldn't even remember it, but it's cute. And this company focuses on endangered species and national parks, and they've found a way to incorporate that in their products and give back to help the endangered species and these national parks. Yeah, which is so, awesome. That's awesome for us. We love That's something me and Shauna strongly feel about, so it was like, definitely want to showcase this company. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you are interested in purchasing from Jovi, their website is jovi.com, and you can see all the products that they have. I mean, they have everything you could possibly think of, and they're coming out with new products as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll hear more about that in later on in the interview. But uh, how are you feeling? You are you finally are showing. Yeah, I'm 25 weeks pregnant. Um, it's been a very very, very rough pregnancy for me. So that's why we've kind of been a little bit MIA, been very sick, but I'm finally feeling good as of a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm not throwing up every day. <laughs> like I would come to do the show and Shauna could tell you I would pass out on the couch like Shauna, I'm everything spinning. I'm going to throw up. I need to lay down. So it just wasn't really great for me. But I you would fall asleep. Yeah, it was. It was bad. I mean, I have a son and my pregnancy was amazing with him. Like I had energy. I felt great. And this is a baby girl. I'm having a girl. <laughs> and uh, so if this is anything to tell to come, she's going to be a nightmare. 
She is sucking the life right out of you. She's sucking. The, yeah. My mom used to tell me, like, girls drain the beauty from you, but she never told me they drain, like, everything from you. And that's how I feel. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm feeling good, though. Um, there are some complications that we're just keeping an eye on because I am 35. So and there's some health, you know, issues, but I'm praying for a healthy, smooth pregnancy and delivery. And that's all I can hope for right now. So you guys will keep in touch. You know, I'll keep you guys updated on that as it comes and can't wait to meet her. Well, we can't wait to meet. Well, I can't wait to meet her. I know. Little baby. Uh, <laughs> but she is healthy. Yeah, she's doing great. Um i'm healthy she's healthy it's just some complications where she might have to be born a little bit earlier uh she's a little small and i don't know if any mommies out there if you've ever had marginal cord insertion it's that her her umbilical cord is on the side of my placenta not in the center of the placenta so the center is where the baby gets the most nutrition and the most you know where they grow the best because they're getting all that nutrition when you're um, the umbilical is on the side the cord they're not getting as much nutrition. So she, she's growing, but not at the rate, you know, that they would love. So she might have to come a little bit early and spend some time in the NICU and get strong. So, you know, everyone's telling me it's fine. You know, Shauna, you're a NICU baby. Yes, so, I was. I was a good. very early baby. Yes, we don't want that early. You know, Shauna was one pound. Were you one pound? I was born at one pound, four and a half ounces. Wow. At 23 weeks. Um... So you're, you're what, 25? 25, and she's 1 pound, 11 ounces. Okay, so yeah, she's already way past, past the, you, yeah. Yeah, the point that I was at. Yeah. Um. So I think anything after my point, I always say, like... There's the, a better chance. There's a better chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, because that was 30 years ago. Well, 32 years ago. <laughs> um. So, I mean, the, the technology they have now is amazing. Yes. I know. I try not to stress about it. I'm like, everything's going to be fine. But it's it's hard not to. As, oh, of course. You know, it's right. But I know everything's going to be good. And I'm just going to keep some positive feelings about this. And I can't wait to share her with you guys. I can't wait to test out these products. These amazing products that we were sent. Um, and even her little juvie high chair. I can't wait for her to sit in it. And when she starts to realize things and go, oh, look at this cute little otter and my placemat and you guys got to check out the products. You'll know what I'm talking about. They just incorporate these endangered species into the baby products. So they're going to tell you more about that later when we interview them. But, uh, yeah, they really are amazing products, you know, eco-friendly. Even the packaging is yeah. earth-friendly. Yeah, everything that they do. So that's the companies we love to work with that are actually that actually care, that they truly, truly care. Because some companies can say they do, and they really don't. It's just like a... A facade to get you to buy their products but this company's not like that and that's what we love the most so yeah hopefully you guys like it too absolutely so uh i have not really been up to much i've been working on the baby segment which has been keeping me super busy <laughs> yes and uh it's stressful you know because i'm like wait did we did we write to this person already did we did we get that did we product? get that product we didn't get that product oh no where is it yeah you know and stuff is stuck in shipping and you know who knows you know yeah, when we're getting stuff at all like it's it's a lot of work i give it her, is i thank her because i i don't have the mental capacity for that right now like i can't even remember what i ate 
like an hour ago. So I'm not the good one to ask these questions with my pregnancy brain. I was going to say, is that a pregnancy brain? It's Lala brain and pregnancy. Pregnancy brain has made it my Lala brain worse. So, but yeah, she's like, do we get this? I'm like, I don't know, Shona. I, I really don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> so do you have any vacation plans this summer? I mean, you are like touring all the time, so... Uh, we, you know us, we love traveling, we like doing little adventures together, but being pregnant, we've kind of had to put down hold, I shouldn't be going anywhere too far, because I'm high risk. Um, we are going to go to Long Island, go to the beach in August, and I think that's about it. What about you? Um, well, next week, actually, I am going to go to uh, Wildwood, Ooh. just like for a little weekend trip uh, yeah. with my mom. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we don't have a hotel yet. Oh, um, Good luck on that one. <laughs> yeah. My mom is like always last minute with booking things. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I did call a few places and they were already booked. But, you know, my mom's just going to have to deal with it. Yep. So, yep. Get Airbnb. Maybe check out. Check those out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable staying in somebody's house. I guess so. I, I, I'm fine with it. I've done it. A lot of, you you know, you just have to read the reviews. Yeah. A lot of places are really clean, and there's a lot of places that you want to stay away from, but some of them are really nice, and you get a better deal than at a hotel, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Check them out. See, I'm not really, I mean, we like to travel, what we did, um, prior to COVID, um, but I'm just not up on my hotels and yeah. <laughs> traveling lately. But, um, yeah, so we're going to Wildwood. And the boardwalk, right? And all the crazy amusement rides and stuff. Yeah, which I'm really excited for. I don't really go on rides. And let me tell you, I was flipping through Instagram and Perez Hilton had this video of a girl from, I think, two weeks ago. She was at Wildwood at the beach and went on, you know, the, the rides there. And the one ride, you know, like flies you up in the air. A seagull like oh, landed saw- on her. So I will not be going on that ride. <laughs> I don't like heights for number one. And birds and, impaling your trachea. <laughs> yes. I I would have died. I'm telling you right now, I would have died. I was laughing so hard when I saw that video. And my husband's like, what are you laughing at? And I showed him. And I'm still laughing. He goes, it's not funny. I said, it is funny. He goes, no, that's scary. I'm like, it's funny. Like, look at her. She peels... She, she just like threw it away. Yeah, like, she peeled it off her like it was like a sticker and like yeah. flung it like goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I would have been traumatized. And you know, everyone, the newscasters, I've seen it a few times, you know, on YouTube and stuff. And the newscasters are like crying, they're laughing so hard. <laughs> so, we have to put it up on our site so people, if you don't know, you gotta, you gotta check it you out. You gotta it's watch so it. I mean. The girl is really brave. I would have been crying. I would have had a heart attack. It had a hurt. I'm thinking it had a hurt. I'm thinking it probably did. It came right... She's going at fast speed. The bird's flying at whatever speed and just crashed into her neck. Yeah. Like, they have a big beak and it's still... I don't know how she didn't get... Like, why cut. wasn't she bleeding? Yeah, I said, is there? did it impale her? <laughs> and then she just <laughs> flings it off. Like, Yeah. Like a napkin fell on her. I, it, was, it was funny. I was dying. But apparently my husband didn't think it was funny. He just was like, oh my God, 
That's horrible. Like, why are you laughing at this? Because <laughs> yeah. it didn't happen to us. Yeah. I mean, it, it would. I would be laughing if it happened. I'd be scared, and then I'd laugh. Like, I'd be oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. I hope they got that on film. But don't go on that, Shona. Please don't don't go on any of those rides. No, I, I don't really go on rides. I my ride speed is like the merry-go-round. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. We don't need you flying through the air, crashing into birds. No. Definitely not. That is not for me. I am going to the beach and I'm going to sit my butt on the beach. Relax. Relax. No phone and get a tan. Yes. That is my plan for the whole Well, then you better get on booking sites and get a hotel because you're not going to get one. You're going to have to bring a tent and go camping out on the beach. I don't think they allow that anymore. No, they don't, but you're going to have to. (laughs) Or out of the back of your car. Yeah. In the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind if I just pop my tent? Yeah. Not not good. And while you're there, as we were talking with Juvie, bring a trash bag and pick up some trash because those those partiers at the beach, you know, they can leave a lot of junk. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm always picking up stuff. Yeah, you know that's what we do. But hopefully, people join in when they see you, or they just stare at you like you're weird every time I do it. They're like, ew. You just touched someone's cup. <laughs> well, they didn't put it in the garbage. Yeah, that's what... And, you know, I blame the beaches. They need more garbage pails. Gar- more garbage pails, yeah. But people are just so lazy. It's they really are. sad. And that, and then the it's on the sand, but then the wind blows it in the water, and then it's in the ocean. It's like common sense, people. That's how it's getting in the oceans. It's not walking there, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you're going away. You need it. You definitely need it. After all the work you've put into for the Our Baby segment, um, and you haven't had a vacation in God knows when. So. I haven't had a vacation since I went to um, my best friend Candace's wedding in Nashville, Tennessee. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I was supposed to go to Nashville a few months ago. And then my neck, the whole thing <laughs> happened with my neck. <laughs> I couldn't move my head. <laughs> so I couldn't go to Tennessee. I, I think something happens to you. Just like something happens to me on vacation, like you have something happen to you every time too before vacation. Yes, that something always happens. Fingers crossed, nothing happens this yeah. time. Hopefully not. Let's put you in bubble wrap. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I broke my foot, my toe before Miami a few months yes, ago. Yes, you did. That was horrible. Like you couldn't even walk. I'm like, oh my god. But yeah, I get it. It sucks. We're just clusters or something. I don't know. We just have bad luck, I guess. We, sh- we really, really do. We have really bad luck. You're listening to Shauna and Lala. And right now we have Rob and Sarah Gardner on the phone. They are entrepreneurs and national park lovers. And uh, they have a new collection with Juvie for our baby segment. We are featuring them. Um, if you don't know about Jovi, it is, they have like every baby product that you could think of <laughs> from like high chairs to walkers. I, know, um, I love the walker. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're like super excited to uh, try the Juvie line out. And yeah. And feature what, what they stand behind. Yeah, It's very big and important to me too. Absolutely. And um, we are going to be talking about national parks today. Um, so Lala, you are really big into hiking. Yes. I'm kind of into it. I'm not a big walker, but I like the waterfalls and seeing your pictures. Yeah, it's beautiful. And that's why as soon as we heard about Rob and Sarah and what they love to do and what this product, you know, they stand behind, 
I was, it was right up my alley. I told Sean, I'm like, this is this is something that's perfect for us. Yeah. So we have Robin Sarah Gardner on the phone right now. And uh, so what made you want to get into hiking and national parks? Well, I'll, I'll start with that one. So um, we took a family vacation in uh, 2016, the year of the uh, National Park Centennial. And while we both had kind of grown up individually with our families, being outside and doing fun adventures, this was the first real true national park trip that we took as a family. And we were just um, blown away by not only the beauty of these parks, but the time that we spent with the family and the bonds and the adventures that were created during that trip. Yeah. It's that I really need to add Rob. Well, I would just say that, you know, we bought a sprinter van and this was a very special trip. Sarah planned it a year in advance. We, you know, went all the way from California to Yellowstone, all the way to uh, uh, Mount Rushmore, the Black Hills, um, and then back down through, you know, the south. But it was just inspiring for us to have our family like that, to see all of that stuff. And then really to, to connect it with Juvie and our livelihood and say, you know, why aren't we doing something? Because that was the year of the centennial, as Sarah mentioned. And there was all this product out there and all everybody was excited. There was a big buzz about it. And that's when we really committed to try to do something with them. I yeah. love that. I love it. You used, you know, I love when people can can do something for the environment through their companies and really take that that time to do it. And I, I, I thank you guys because it really means a lot to me. And I know a lot of people look for companies that that actually care, you know, that you actually care. So I, I love that. Yeah, well, that's that's really and we looked at uh, kind of looking in the mirror going, what can we do? I mean, we can do good things. So. Since then, we've gone to, you know, FSC recycled packaging on all of our packaging. We've gone to Soy Inc. We're about to launch a bunch of new recycled fabric stuff with uh, water bottles. And so every little step that you do is just remarkable in how it can transform, you know, your family or, or your, your office or whatever it is. We gave up water bottles now, I guess, two years ago. Wow. We, we refill our, our water bottles. And, there, I'm talking about hundreds, thousands of bottles we've saved as a family. And those little steps can really mean a lot if everybody starts doing yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. I think people, when I talk to people about recycling, it's like, oh, well, I don't, but the next guy can do it. And I'm like, no, you know, if everyone thought that way, you, do you know how much, you know, you're not recycling? Because if you're just waiting for the next guy to do it, it's it, it doesn't, you know, it serves no purpose. So yeah. I... I uh, Shauna will tell you I'm big into recycling. She is. <laughs> but I'm always you're, preaching. You're right. That's huge. Yeah, it is. Every, so. every person does their own. If every person makes that small step to yeah. recycle just that one bottle or pick up that one piece of trash, it really not only does it make a difference, but it spreads. People yes. see you doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it's, in, it's contagious. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I agree. I have to say that, you know, a few weeks ago, um, my friend, you know, I was bringing soda bottles to return and my friend was like, this is disgusting. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I'm recycling. And she was just like, this is gross. Like, it's somebody else's soda bottle. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's dirty. But she saw, you know, that I was recycling and how much money I got back. And 
she now recycles. Yep, that's, I mean, but, for I bad mean, reasons, but, but still. Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> you know, even though it was like five cents that you get for each can, you know, it's something and it's helping the earth. And, you know, if she wants to save her money, you know, I put it towards vacation, but, um, yeah, you know, true. it's something and it's a little incentive. Um, but I'm always picking up garbage. And uh, I don't care who drank out of it or whose wrapper it is or something. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the big thing now is to leave no trace when you do go hiking and everything. And, and if you do see trash, pick it up. I mean, one of the new things that I've been amazed at are these trash bags that people are, you know, supplying that you you hike in empty and hopefully hike out full of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's that's that's awesome. And. Uh, I'm down in Dallas right now, and it's, you know, in, in the inner city where our office is, and it's different than where we live in Laguna Beach as far as cleanliness, you yeah. know, so it matters everywhere, and, and we can all focus locally and really change things. Do you find a lot when you're hiking, um, a lot of people are just throwing their masks on the oh, ground? I see it all the time. <laughs> I have seen more and more masks, but I, I think that people are being more responsible on the trails. I think that over this last year, so many people have been in outdoors and enjoying these beautiful parks, whether they're local parks or national parks. And I think that people are do, trying to do their part to pick up their masks and take better care of the environment. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. But they I mean, are everywhere. <laughs> The masks are everywhere, but I think people are just dropping them more than just throwing them around. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that too. I go to the beach; they're in the sand. It's just, it's like one thing, you know. We fixed, we take away the straws, and now we have the masks in the ocean. See, it's like you can't win. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. That's yeah. Funny. But uh, Lala, well, the other thing that we like to think about with the national parks that was a big part of our decision was. You know, with the, I don't know what they're up to, 430 parks, but it's it's really our heritage and it's our country's yeah. heritage. And we, we want to really embrace all the different heritages around the world. And, you know, that's, I think, what this, the, the new world we're living in is, is embracing people and loving them, not, you know, pushing them away. And yes. you have to be able to love yourself. So that's really what we love about the national parks is the, is the heritage and the history that they represent. And then when you tie them into the endangered animals that are in some of those, it's, it's a pretty compelling story. And that's really what Sarah and I are excited about. Yeah, I, um, I was looking at some of the products and I have the, the high chair with the otter on it. And I just like the little facts and it's just so cute. And it, I love how you're tying that in and then it's going to get children questioning and, and learning and you, you know it kind of like my son he's seven years old and when he saw the high chair he was asking like oh you know he's never seen an otter he knows what they are but then he started we started talking about it and we started talking about the dangers of the pollution in the water and i think that's great that from a young age with your products too that we you can bring up conversation with children about the endangered animals and what we can do to help them and i think that's really important I love that story because that is exactly what we're trying to do is, you know, education is really this first step to preservation and teaching kids to to know these animals and want to protect them and take care of them and the environments they live. It's it's so exciting to hear that your son really got it. And um, 
yeah. is getting her story. I love he that. He loves it. He <laughs> he's, uh, loves animals as is. And it's just like we try from a young age be going hiking and we go to the beach a lot. And when we travel, we always bring a trash bag. So we'll be like, all right, we got to clean up the beach. And, you know, he's learning and he's now it's become more like it's just, oh, there's garbage. He picks it up. So he it's I think it's very important from a young age. Get it ingrained in the kids <laughs> and then they're going to do it as they get older. No questions asked, you know. 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is important, you know, a, a lot of, you know, I was going to say, like, how can we get your kids these days involved, you know, and off the tablets and all that, you know, um, but it is, I think, up to the parents to show their children, you know, what they can do. Mm -hmm. What's right, what's wrong and how to fix it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so true. We agree 100% with that. Um, so, you know, we have to set a good example. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. So do you have any tips on if parents, b besides, you know, showing them, you know, picking up garbage, what else can parents do to encourage well, their kids to help clean up the environment? And learn about the endangered animals and get out there, you know, in, the, in these national parks. Well, as an example, we wanted to really take these common household products, you know, like a high chair, a walker, a tricycle. Um, we're going to have a jogger coming down the line, but we wanted to take basic things. And then when we met with the National Park Foundation at their summit, we were kind of floored by the number one thing you can do is this educational thing. So, you know, tying these common household things that you use every day with a little bit of knowledge, just like you mentioned on the otter, <clears throat> is exactly it's a simple way to, you know, bring more value and bring more awareness. And that's what it's, what it's about. So, um, you know, we, we've been super excited. Sarah's gotten into, you know, maybe you can touch on this honey about working with the national park foundation, the national park service to make sure that all the facts and all the data that we're sharing are authentic. Can you touch on that a little bit? Cause I think that's really interesting. Sure. So all of the endangered animals that we are focusing on with this first round of products, everything in the books, the placemat that you'll see, every animal that's on the product, everything has been fact-checked through the National Park Service in their biological research um, division. So if you are reading the book about the southern sea otter and it is talking about the food that it eats, that is actually the food that it eats. If you see seaweed in the book, that is actually the seaweed, the exact seaweed in the habitat where they live. So we really tried to not just write um, a cute story, but really have, you know, that education, mm -hmm. uh, those educational points in the books and on the placemats to, to tell that story. Yeah, I love it because that's what my son liked. That's what started the conversation. And, and that's good. It sparks that conversation and even him reading, you know. Like it was I, I, all around. It was great. It turned from a high chair. It turned into an educational, you know, sit down with him. And it was funny and cute. And we were talking and and it was it, I loved it. I loved it. And he's interested right. in kids it. Are yeah. curious. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that you asked a few minutes ago about, you know, what parents can do. You know, we can all recycle set a good example. And then as Rob brought up education, just talking to your kids about the animals and the parks they live in and just all of the parks 
that is one of the best things that we can do for our children is just teach them about all of these things. So they, they grow up to take care of everything and they become the next you know generation of uh, environmental stewards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> very important because, yeah, I always tell them, I said, if you don't, if your generation doesn't, I don't know how much longer we got, you know, <laughs> you guys got to get on it. <laughs> well, it's up to them, you know, yeah. to keep on. To continue where we all leave off. Yes. <laughs> That's right. what we did. What we did as a family that people could do is once we got into this, <clears throat> the sea otters and everything, we took a road trip up to Moss Landing in uh, Monterey, California. We wanted to see the sea otters. And so we went in, we drove, what was it, six hours up there and, you know, went and looked in this back marsh area where there was potentially going to be sea otters and we didn't see any. And then we went over to this Moss Landing and turned off of Pacific Coast Highway onto this little dirt road into a park area there. And we saw a sea otter, you know, 15 feet into the road. And it was so exciting for our family. I mean, we couldn't park fast enough and get out and (laughs) take pictures. And it's a day that, number one, is one of the happiest days Sarah and I have had in a long time to be there and go, my gosh, we're standing here filming these sea otters. Look how cool they yeah. are. And for our kids, it's just a memory that we'll all have forever. And it was just it was just an unbelievable, I'm getting goosebumps as I tell the story. It's just, it was just really, really fun. And, you know, we, we're a family now that loves the sea otters, you know, because we've seen them. And uh, that made a huge memory for our family. Yeah, it's bonding. Um, it just it ties so much into it. And I... I... I would love to see them. They look so cute. I've only seen them on TV and they look so, so cute. <laughs> but yeah, that my son would love that. I wish we lived or, or took a trip out that way. He would love it. Yeah, well, what's really cool about them is that they, they really are, they sleep floating on their backs in the water. And you think, is the thing sleeping? It is sleeping. <laughs> and then they all get in these clusters. I don't even Sarah will know what they're called. But yeah, they it's hold called hands. Like they hold together. And so when we stayed in our hotel in Monterey that night, you could see them out in the kelp all floating Aww. together and holding on to each other. It was really amazing. How cute. That's cute. <laughs> like a little family. Yeah. Yeah. And the moms will sleep the moms will sleep with their babies on top of them. It's really sweet. Aww. You see a mom and a baby. Um, but they're really interesting, cool animals. I mean, the sea otter is a keystone species. So they're really crucial to the environment. I mean, they live in these kelp beds. And they eat these purple sea urchins. They eat the purple sea urchins. If they weren't there to eat the purple sea urchins, the purple sea urchins eat the kelp. And then they would eat all the kelp and we wouldn't have this wonderful forest of kelp for all sorts of marine life to live in. So the sea otter is really crucial in keeping those kelp forests thriving. Um, So I'm I'm just a wealth of knowledge of all sorts of endangered animals. I love it. (laughs) So otters, the sea otters are endangered and it's something that I never knew. You know, I think that's also great because you're you're bringing light to these animals that you might not even know that they aren't endangered. I didn't know that either. They live in a small part of, um, there are all sorts, there's northern sea otters that live more up towards Alaska, but these southern sea otters really only live uh, central coast of California to really just above um, San Francisco. There's a small wow. um, part of ocean that they live in, and there's a the population hovers about three thousand. And are, is um, it? Are we like the biggest threat to them? Yes. Uh, human disturbance is one of yeah. the biggest threats to them. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, and then tell the story about the black-footed ferret, Sarah, because that's interesting. Yeah. That's on the spoon walker. Yeah, so that's another product that's coming out soon. But the black-footed ferret, uh, that animal was actually extinct at one time. We thought they were completely wow. gone. And then they found one, and um, when they found a couple, they found how many did they find? Or remind me, they found a small group of them. Um, and then a rancher they, found a, a colony of about 200 of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. And then several of them died off, but then they were able to keep a small enough population to um, reintroduce them into the wild. So that was in the early 90s, late 80s. And today, 2021, there are only about 300 that spend their time between Wind Cave National Park and um, Badlands National Park. I didn't know that either. See, <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah. So they come back just, from uh, extinction. Wow. Yeah, we were just in Badlands last month. We drove from California to Badlands National Park and went through Grand Teton. But we saw a lot of prairie dogs, but we did not see any black-footed ferrets. No, they are very elusive. So, do they look like they look like normal ferrets just with black feet, or no? They're really, really cute, actually. <laughs> um, when we just started doing research on them, I was surprised. But yes, they look like like normal ferrets. But they survive. Their main source of food are prairie dogs. They're oh, they're cute too. So. <laughs> they are pretty cute. We did see, like Rob said, we saw a lot of prairie dogs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the black-footed ferret is, is pretty adorable. Do you guys document, like, um, have a blog or something that we could check out? Because I would love to see, like, their pictures, your pictures, and, and like, you know, read about your trips. We don't. We, we to, should have one. Yeah. We had, we shot so much video and, and tons of stuff. We just we're launching so many pro with these products right now. Sarah and I are buried in that. And oh, we need okay. To put together <laughs> this trip because we we did forty seven hundred miles. We went, you know, all the way to Grand Teton, which was incredible. We had never been there, um, and then we went to the Badlands from there, which was like going from the moon to Mars. It was completely <laughs> different. Oh my god. And from there, we went down to a family reunion um, with my mom's family in Missouri. And then we did a juvie event in Abilene, Kansas, where Dwight Eisenhower is from. And then we ended up in Santa Fe, New Mexico for three days and back. So it was oh quite gosh. a trip. And, uh, you know, we're the, the, the parks. I mean, we. We all five of us stayed in a one room in Grand Teton, and it was like we have teenage daughters and a you know twelve year old son, and it was like not I'm not sure it was a lot of. I mean, the room we we were like we got to get out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a little, it's a little close. And then Sarah kept saying, "Well, we're going to the Badlands, and it's a lot worse than this. You know, it's going to be really terrible where we're staying. We're in the in the park in some little cabin, and we." drove nine hours there oh and when we got there the cabins were brand new and the air conditioning worked and we had two of them and we were like the girls were ready to say that we'll stay here for a week <laughs> yeah. it was yeah it was really and then we did a sunset drive through the badlands and i it was just spectacular the the wildlife and the bighorn sheep and yeah you need um, a blog <laughs> i was just I gonna say i want to see this stuff <laughs> Rob and I could talk travel, travel the national parks forever, but I, I want to add, like, he just spoke about Badlands, and I don't know if we would have put it on our list to visit if we hadn't 
wanted to go to kind of try to see the black-footed ferret. But it really is a spectacular park, especially if you catch it at sunrise or sunset. And I think those cabins that we stayed in, they're, they're under the park if you go to their website. They're like a hidden gem. I mean, they're not expensive at all. And they're beautiful. They're just you can see the sunset over the wow. badlands and it's they're just it's like a hidden gem it's really spectacular we'll have to look it up yeah because i want to take i've never been yeah, definitely anywhere out that way so i would love my son my husband always says like we should get an rv rent an rv and drive out west it's you know maybe one day we'll get out that way <laughs> well i highly recommend it and your house will seem so much bigger when you get home <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, everyone, if you purchase off of the Juvie website, um, if you purchase the Endangered um, National Park Collection, they donate 5% to the National Park Foundation. So Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, Any awesome. Any helps. And uh, we will put a link up to the Juvie products. And then, of course, when Lala has her baby um <laughs> she will be doing a review full review i know i should do the review with my seven-year-old as he's asking questions but yeah i can't fit him in the chair you should i love it <laughs> um we, we need to send up a, a black-footed ferret walker so you can see that oh I, I oh yeah it. that would yes. be great <laughs> and is there anything that you guys would like to add or tell our listeners um about your company that maybe we didn't touch upon or get out there well we just um, we'd like to you know, we really appreciate the opportunity to talk about, you know, some of our products a little bit, but the, the big message we want to get out is, you know, to enjoy your family and enjoy the parks and try to get outside. And, you know, even if it's in the backyard or in the local park, it's just something about being outside that makes you feel better. And so that's really the message that we want to push. And, you know, we're, we're, you know, business is, is good and we want to be able to be good that's our kind of our be good initiative and yeah we're trying to put it across everything we do and so you know that's so we just appreciate the opportunity to talk about it a little bit and uh you know anything that we can do to help you guys out or you know come back we've got 12 different animals that we hope to get through so uh you know sarah and the team are working really hard but we 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 thank you guys for the opportunity you're so oh, absolutely yeah you are welcome anytime and, on the show and thank you guys for all that you do it's it's super important i know you know it but i just want to tell you again it's it's amazing and um you know you're going to be raising some great kids that are going to take over and hopefully our, their generation is going to do the same you know so thank you guys and thank you know for with juvie and the products and everything oh okay. thank you so much for having us and that's our show for this week thank you so much for listening we will See you next week. Be sure to check out Jovi at Jovi.com. They have amazing baby products. And uh, like we said, you know, if you do purchase from them, uh, the National Park Collection, 5% of whatever you purchase goes to the National Park Foundation. Yeah, and that's J-O-O-V-Y. We're going to post it up just so you guys know how to spell it. Um, and... Thank you, Rob and Sarah, again, for coming on the show. Thank you for all you do. Um, and, guys, really, check it out. Buy, buy products with purpose. That's what we really need to start doing. And this, these products do have a purpose, and they help. So, Absolutely. You're listening to Shauna and Lala. Check us out at shaunaandlala.com. 
on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shona and Lala. Check me out at facebook.com slash the Lala Marie. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Shona and Lala and YouTube at Shona and Lala. We will see you next week.